and welcome to Pokemon Go podcast. Uh, this week is going to be a little bit different. Uh, Charles is on site, not at his home. <laughs> uh, to- totally planned that way, of course. Uh, and so, yeah, this is going to be be a bit different of an episode. Uh, so just bear with us. The show must go on. But you heard those chuckles. The man that you know as the filthy casual is here on my left. But I guess on the stream, it's on the right. Either way, how are you doing tonight, Charles? I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, I'm not happy, but I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes life just has a way of throwing stuff at you, doesn't it? Yes. Yes, it does. But what kind of stuff did life throw at you this past week on Pokemon Go? I don't remember. And I'm not sure if I can, no, I mean, I'm not sure if I can even take my phone. That's true, because you're because using your phone. For, I'm yep. pretty sure I got something new and took a screenshot. Um, but I can't remember what it was. I know I just missed a raid with you. I mean, literally just missed a raid with you yesterday. It came at a time I was taking my daughter from, I picked her up from uh, wrestling practice, and she's going to some church thing. And that's like I can very shortly. I didn't expect you to wait. I knew I knew things have timers or whatever. But like I can shortly. I just can't right now. And it just so happened because I'm hitting on my car. My car will read my text. So hands free. I don't touch my phone. Um, and my car's reading the text between you and Barry and Emmett uh, through our group. And like advice you going out. This that. And I mean, as I'm pulling up, like not quite pulling up to the stop. As I'm starting to turn into the church driveway, and I saw him go. Oh, I made it with 12 seconds left. Like, no, no the, I just <laughs> The 12 seconds left was when we beat it. We beat it with 12 seconds left on the raid. Oh, so I didn't. Okay. I, yeah, but you know, I thought I missed it. But, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, you didn't just miss the lobby. Uh, you missed the entire oh, raid. Man. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, if, I don't know if that makes you feel any better, but yeah. Um, I mean, I still missed it and I wasn't available, which. I would have liked to have been. I had to ignore a couple of raids uh, invites this week because I was in class, and it was it was a class. I was learning to keep up there, so I, it's one of those things I pay attention to. Uh, I, I know I did some raids with somebody this weekend. Caught, but who was the the Invictus for my Thunderous? Uh, the Thunderous. The one that you missed was Tornadus. Tornadus. So, yo, last week the Thunder. I think I caught one or two more Thunderuses. No Tornaduses of that. But I think did you, did you I do some Rayquazas? Well, because Ray, Rayquaza is back. That's it. I did. Somebody invited me to a Rayquaza and I caught one. I did. Uh, thank you to whoever did that. I forget who invited me. I apologize. Yeah, I hear that. I, I honestly forget who invites me a lot of times as well. Uh, but yeah, I got several um, Rayquazas this past week, and like you said, I did the Therian form Tornadus. Um, Ibit joined me, and I was wanting to have uh, Barry join me. He said he was available, only to find out he wasn't on my list yes. anymore. So uh, apparently with the... Um, friends list combination. Now that Niantic has their new friend coordination between games, uh, we lost. I lost some friends because uh, neither Barry nor I removed each other from our friends list. 
uh, Niantic did that. So uh, you may want to check to see if your friends are still there ahead of time. I have. Well, wait, wait, wait. And maybe you said it and with the phone, I missed it. But um, what he was saying was in in Harry Potter Wizarding World, yeah. that friends list hits you in, in Progo. Why? Why would you do that, Niantic? <laughs> yeah, they, well, and they doubled the size of your friends list anyway, so they should have just included everybody. They shouldn't have removed anything. They should have just added. But yeah. Um, so there's that. We've got Zenzalu here in chat making fun of you. At least I, I think that's Zenzalu. He's gone through a, a name change. Zirconic. Uh, poking, poking, fun, poking fun at you about a shiny Lugia. The only, the only person I know with the Z name is Zukari. That, that's the only thing. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, and I've done a bunch of uh, rocket battles this past week. Um, beat Giovanni again to grab another shiny, or not shiny, another shadow Articuno. Um, actually, I think both of my shadow legendaries are Articuno. Cause I've only beaten Giovanni twice, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, let's see. Oh, no, I've got, never mind. I, for, I have more shadow legendaries than I thought. I've got, uh, three Articuno, Moltres, Zapdos, and Mewtwo. So, I knew I had the Shadow Mewtwo. I just didn't realize I had Zapdos and Moltres. So, there's that. Very nice. Um, but, yeah, so that's been my past week. Um, and so, yeah, lots of fun there. Let's head on over to the Discord. Um, I don't... I don't think I'm in the right Discord right now. Oh, I am in the right Discord, just not in the right, uh chat room and we had a, a, quite a few uh people put in their experiences of the week this past week um so let's see i went i went back just a, a smidgen too far uh so here we go uh, we've got white mamba uh coming in with a shiny rayquaza their second rayquaza raid and ended up with a shiny i'm not jealous at all i'm i'm not jealous super jealous um yeah. And then U.S. Nate Scout showing off a excellent Greninja for PvP. <laughs> uh, although he'd have to power it up quite a bit because it's currently 35 CP. <laughs> but uh, that super low attack stat, uh, attack IV, and then with defense and HP maxed out, it should be quite good for PvP. Um White Mamba showing off a 100% Rayquaza. So, not only got his first legendary hundo in a Rayquaza, but also got a shiny Rayquaza. So, coming up big this past week. Very nice. Nolte. <laughs> oh, man. Um, ended up this past week with at, at least 92 Rayquaza. So, uh, that, that's a lot of raids, a lot of raids. Um, and he said that one of them was, oh, he's chasing the hundo still. So even after 92, no hundos that, yeah. Uh, white Mamba showing off another uh, shiny Rayquaza, which is pretty awesome there as well. Uh, Nolte. Uh, has a 98% uh, 
uh, Rayquaza that he's maxed out. Pretty awesome there. Uh, canned Beans said he's been having bad luck with Shinies, but ended up with two Rayquazas, which is pretty awesome. Oh, yes. I posted this in the Experiences of the Week because I knew I would forget about it. I hatched a Quillfish from a 12K egg. And, and I, I tweeted this out and I said, I'm not happy with whichever Niantic employee pitched the idea of putting quillfish in 12K eggs. And corefish is in there too, I know. Uh, Popeye's saying that. But uh, 12K, uh, my opinion, 12K eggs, you got to work for those 12K eggs quite a bit. And Ni they, there shouldn't be anything in there that is just bad. So, apparently someone's uh, sneaking in an experience of the week here at the last minute because it's just popped up with a new message down at the bottom here. So, we'll have to see who that is. Uh, duly noted, uh, hit level 42. Pretty awesome stuff there. Uh, canned Beans showing off a pretty nice VMAX Charizard uh, card. Look at that. Well, you can't see it because... No, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, so that is a pretty sweet looking card there. Uh, it's not Pokemon Go related, but still, nonetheless, it's pretty awesome. Uh, Terry Wolf showing off 100% Froki, 100% IV of Froki. Um, Popeye uh, finally got to Platinum uh, for feeding berries at gyms. You know, only takes 15,000. Not very many, you know. <laughs> says uh, that's a seven hundred dollar card. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, the Charizard cards are always hot, hot ticket items when it comes to um, selling. So pretty awesome there. Um, Nolte showing off a Shadow Zapdos. Uh, looks like it's coming in at. 94%, I believe that is. Pretty awesome stuff there. <laughs> Terry showing off to Popeye. So Popeye made it to 15,000. I'm not even going to check what I'm at because I don't think I'm at platinum. Um, but <laughs> Terry show, is showing off that... Uh, so 15,000 gets you to platinum, and Terry's showing off because he's got 122,000 berries fed. Um, hello to Alan13Gaming. Hello, Alex. Um, so there's that. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Terry also showing off a Shadow um, Mewtwo that's a 98%. Pretty awesome stuff there. Uh, and then he goes on a, a spree of showing off uh, some of his best non-legendary Shadow Pokemon. Um, so I'm just going to cruise through this real quick because he's got like 10 of them here there's a machamp and they're all in the you know they're all really high ranked basically either really high ivs or really good ivs for um pvp so there's a machamp metagross uh tyranitar oh that one's from nulti the tyranitar um and then Ter this is back to terry again with a scissor another machamp um, a Nine Tails, Snorlax, um, 
I am breaking break I am blanking on magnemites. Magnazone. There's a magnazone, uh polyrath, another metagross, a um oh my screen just went all crazy on me. Um oh, side. Um shoot, I'm I'm forgetting the uh, middle form of Swampert, but the uh, the middle form of Swampert, um, a Quagmire, an Arcanine, and a Muck. So yeah, a lot of really awesome Shadow Pokemon that he uses for PvP. Nolte showing off not one, not two, but five shiny Rayquazas from this past week, uh, as well as a shiny Magneton and a shiny Vulpix. Um, man, is it a lot weird. Is it weird for me to say I want to be Nolte when I grow up? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. And people are apparently uh, getting in a lot of uh, last-minute experiences because now my Discord is registering 10, 10 new messages. Um, Hallowed Robin showing off a shiny Wingle and a shiny Zubat, as well as hitting level 48. Dooley uh, showing off two shiny Rayquazas, as well as hitting level 42. Oh, which he had already posted earlier. Uh, Coach Kev showing off a bunch of 100 percenters. Um, so there is, oh, I can't remember the pink gel. Frillish. Frillish and Fennekin, Ditto, Whalmer, um, Panpour, and, and a Galarian uh, Ponita. So all those are 100%. And the Ponita is a uh, lucky trade, so that is pretty awesome there. Um, Dooley with a reference to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Always appreciated. Good stuff there. Um, as well as a, what is that, a 96% Shadow Dragonite. Good stuff there. And then also... On that high of a value, this is percent. When you purify it, does it change? Yes. So when you purify it, it increases each IV by two plus two. So it would be a uh, it'd be a perfect condo. It, it would, but um, as a shadow Pokemon, you have a damage boost. So it would, even though it would increase your. It would actually, in this case, it would only increase your attack IV because you can only go up to max. Um, even though it would increase that, you would actually have a net damage loss uh, simply because of the sh you won't have the shadow bonus. Um, so there's that. Now, could, now, as a shadow Pokemon, you get higher damage, but you take more damage as well. Your, your defensive stats go down. So there is a trade-off there. But in general, um, it's better to keep them as shadow. So there's that. But yeah, a whole lot of uh, really awesome experiences in the Discord this week. Uh, and if you want to be a part of that, head on over to patreon.com slash Pokemon Go podcast. And any tier will get you into the Discord. Yes, it will. Yeah. I had the discussion topic for this week. Yes. 
I don't remember what it was, but <laughs> that's okay. Cause I will hop on over to our show notes. Cause I don't know if you even have those in front of you, but the show, the discussion from this last week is what is your favorite shiny Pokemon in your collection? Yeah. So, uh, we actually only had one response to this. It was from Barry Folk showing off a shiny Rayquaza. Um, he said if he had a shiny for Farfetch'd, it would be that, but he doesn't. So it's his Rayquaza. And he said, come on, it's a freaking black dragon. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, good stuff there. Uh, Dulia here in chat says that shiny Mewtwo uh, is his favorite in his collection. Good stuff there. I do like the green Mewtwo. Pretty nice stuff there. Uh, in chat, if you want to pipe in, what is your favorite shiny? Go ahead and do so. Uh, do you have any off the top of your head which are your favorite shinies that you've got? Uh, well, the plan was to look through. I was talking about a good shiny last week that I thought was impressive. Go back to the last episode. You know, I don't remember what it was. Um, I honestly don't even remember my first shiny. I, I really need my phone to... Uh, you know what? I'm going to try Try to see if it ruins our video. Does it ruin the video? I'm not in the camera anymore. Yeah, you're not in the camera anymore, but that's okay. I can still hear you. So it'll yeah. be all right. <laughs> and Dooley, as a bonus, his least favorite shiny is Meltan. Yeah, you can barely tell the difference between regular Meltan and shiny Meltan. Uh, U.S. Nate Scout says shiny Mewtwo as well. Says, uh, And I'm just going to read straight from what he said here. He says, I went out and hunted with my friends for the first time, and it lasted for days. And he is my favorite Pokemon. Good memories. <laughs> oh wow okay my shiny red Gyarados my favorite there you go uh, red Gyarados so again with Barry Folk Black Dragon cool alright I, I brought up the topic because of my Genesect love, that's love right my... you did say Gen you love Genesect Coach Kev saying Politoed is a good looking shiny G Brown saying that he picked up shiny Mew today at but last I have a shiny melodic. Oh, nice! Melodic is pretty awesome. I really like the uh, the blue color of the Mew, though. I am partial to to that coloring. Uh, G Brown is saying that Zapdos is a poor shiny as well. I agree there. There's not much difference. Uh, Mister Tambourine saying that uh, his shiny Dino is his favorite. So that's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> U.S. Nate Scout asking when I got a shiny Gibble. Uh, that was a while back. Let's see. Uh, July. That was in July. So, yeah, I'm waiting for... I don't know what I'm waiting for to evolve it, but, uh, yeah, I'm just waiting. I'll get there what eventually. Huh? What are you waiting for? Uh, just because... I wonder what my first shiny ever was. Apparently, it was a Magikarp. That is now a shiny Gyarados. So there's that. Boo. <laughs> this that seems weird that I don't have more of some of these. 
because I know I caught more of some of these. Yeah, I, I have it sorted by recent, but I don't think it's actually sorted by recent. Just based on the order these are in. So, but it's what it is. So, good stuff. A lot of fun. A lot of good memories. Mr. Tambourine says his favorite was Swablu. Um, and yeah. Yeah, the Swablu one's good. I don't have one of those. I like, I do like, um, what is it, Altaria, I think. Yeah, Altaria. I do have the shiny Altaria. Fun stuff there. So. Um, well, that is our discussion for this week. We're going to go ahead and play a commercial, and we will be right back. <laughs> the Pokemon Go podcast is made possible 100% by you and other listeners just as awesome as you are. If you want to support the show and get a little something in return, just go to patreon.com slash Pokemon Go podcast. All right, let's go ahead and get going. The first item on the list. Do you have access to the notes? I don't remember. Oh, I, yeah, let me open that up. All right, so okay. the first item on the list here comes to us from El Gringo Suave. It is a Mega Manectric uh, guy. That fat, 20 kind. Yes, it's your favorite kind. So, uh, yeah, the Mega Manectric. Uh, <laughs> you want to fight it with... Uh, Rhyperior, and he's got an Attack on Titan reference in there. Uh, you want to fight it with Groudon. You want to fight it with... Um, why am I blanking on Gabite's evolved form? Uh, Garchomp. Uh, so you got Garchomp, and then you have a Shadow Mamoswine. Uh, so that is the top-tier stuff. Uh, and then there's there's good and budget stuff as well, but um, yeah, that top tier stuff is awesome. Take out Mega Manectric and get you those Mega Candies. Ooh, thank you so much, Dooley, for the gifted sub. You are hey, awesome. So yeah, so that is coming to us from El Gringo Suave, as well as a... <laughs> a great I love the title of this if nothing else um I haven't had a chance to look uh in detail at this I have skimmed through it but it is called the lazy trainer's guide to pvp so sounds right up my alley sounds right up my alley too yep so he specifically says that this should help out people who um who are wanting to and haven't get or and haven't or just haven't much uh, haven't done much PvP. So, uh, yeah, so uh, there's... The first three terms that said they'll come up if you Google them, I, I don't know if we even say the second one on our show, but it's bait, CMP ties, and grass hole to go along with IV spreads. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I get the IV spread, but what are you talking about with everything else, man? <laughs> yeah, so there, there's a bunch of different terms. Uh, I am not, um, I am not in there. Uh, Dooley says that's my lazy guide. <laughs> Wait, like you wrote it? You're no, 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 no. Uh, I, I missed the comment before that. He said he can sum up the lazy trainer's guide to PvP. It says 
nah, I don't bother with PvP. So that's <laughs> that's that's Dooley's guide to PvP. Yeah. Don't bother. Yeah. Uh so I don't know if you uh have been watching a certain show on Disney Plus, The Don't Bothers. But uh yeah, when it, well, uh it's a it's the Mighty Ducks one, but they call themselves the Don't Bothers, the new Mighty Ducks. Uh, it's it's got promise. But anyway, I detract from uh our PvP guide. But yeah, so this is a uh I wouldn't say a succinct guide. Um it is it is a, a decently lengthy guide, but it talks about um the different uh, things to aim for. It gives recommended teams, constructing your teams. It has um, core values. It suggests some websites to use as well to rate your Pokemon. Um, it talks about which Pokemon are good specifically as lead Pokemon um, because that first Pokemon can make or break your entire round, to be honest. Um, and so... Yeah, so there's there's a whole lot in here, um, and one thing that I really like that it says, uh, step five is, is titled Persistence. Uh, stick with your team. Give it some time. Like I said, that first Pokemon, if you get countered, can be real rough. It can, be, it can make or break the entire battle. Um, so, you know, give it some time, play it, get a feel for it, and... Um, you know, don't give up on your team just because you lose the first couple of matches. Um, especially if you go into a an unfavorable matchup with the first Pokemon. So, and then I, I also like step six. It says play your way. So don't get disheartened if you don't have the completely optimized team for Pokemon Go, for battles. Um, you know, just... Do it if you have fun. Play it to have fun. So, but yeah, if you want to uh, take a look at that more in depth, it will be in our show notes and it is on our Discord or it's on our Reddit page, uh, reddit.com slash r slash Pokemon Go podcast. Hey, Joe. Yes. What season is it? <laughs> uh, well, for us, it's spring. Spring, spring, spring. <laughs> spring, spring, spring. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, but yes, it is spring. And what's uh, what's uh what do you associate with spring and with Easter? Well, <laughs> Easter Bunny. Well, let's go with the easy answer because there's a song that no, forget Easter Bunny. <laughs> I have no idea what you're referencing there. But yes, Easter Bunny and eggs. So of course. We're going to, especially with Megas out now, we are going to get a Mega Lope Honey event. Uh, it will be starting here in a few days. We're recording on April 1st, on April Fool's Day. But this will start on April 4th and last until April 8th. So it's a pretty short event, only uh, five days there. And we will be seeing uh, Pokemon appearing more in the wild. will be uh, some of your favorites, like Pikachu with a flower crown. Um... <laughs> Execute, Meryl, Plusel, Minin, Baneri, Bunnelby, and more. Uh, and Shiny Bunnelby will be available. Chansey will have a flower crown as well. Uh, if you hatch a Happini, it will have a flower crown. 
And if you evolve Chansey into a Blissey, that Blissey will wear a Flower Crown. So I do like that you can still evolve it all the way, because in the past they have not always made that so. Um, so there's that. But uh, For the Flower Crowns that go all the way. It's your favorite. The the Hippie Happini. <laughs> the, uh, you know what, the, the Sweet Summer Child Happini. There you go. <laughs> So, and then uh, Shadow Execute will be, be be appearing in Team Go Rocket Battles. Um, 2K Eggs are getting mixed up. So, Eevee with a Flower Crown is going to be in the 2K Eggs, as well as Pichu with a Flower Crown. And Happini in a Flower Crown in the 2K Eggs. Uh, but, you know what is actually really nice in the 2K Eggs is they're adding um, Rufflet to the 2K Eggs. I... I I very much like that. The only downside to that is 2K eggs give you less candies than t uh, 10K eggs, but well, how many Rufflet does, uh, is Rufflet. How, how many does no catching no Rufflets give you? Zippity-doo-dah. All right. I'll make sure my math. Yep. Uh, Mega Lopunny, of course, will be in Mega Raids, and it says other spring-themed Pokemon will be appearing in Raids as well. So... Again, they are going to be mixing those up. And then we are going to have new stickers to go with the event. Yay, stickers. And then there will be some event-exclusive field research. And yeah, uh, the bonuses during this, you'll have two times hatch candy, which will help offset the fact that Rufflet's coming in 2K eggs to a certain degree. Lucky eggs will last an hour, and there will be half egg hatch distance which is good as well. So, yeah, and then we've got an infographic here for the event as well, um, discussing some of the stuff that we just went over. Um, it details all the different stuff that can be shiny. Basically, every Pokemon that they mentioned specifically as having increased rates can be shiny. Um, and in the 2K eggs, pretty much everything except the Munchlax that is going to be put into 2k eggs can be sh can be shiny as well i really wish they would just give us the shiny snorlax family but alas they are not but yeah i didn't realize that rufflet's shiny is out this infographic says that it is maybe i'm just forgetting i'm if, if it's out i'm sure we covered it but i i forgot that it was out so i'm waiting for um I'm waiting for the check Corrected. They're, they're not. You're breaking up a little bit. What was that? You're breaking up a little bit. What's we were point? on a break. <laughs> no, I went to that room to correct us about Rufflet, but uh, no, I said, yeah, I, 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 I you know, man, I'm going to remember if it's out or not. Yeah, I remember all the rest having their shinies available. Um, I just didn't, didn't remember the, the Rufflet. But there's that. Um, we do have a, another event that is going on today. Let me just say, the 2K egg is like the best egg in this event. Oh, yeah. The 2K eggs are real good. Um, basically, they're between, um, between the 2K eggs being having a really nice pool, to be honest, from the ones they announced. I'm sure there's going to be some trash in there as well that they didn't put in the announcement um but from the announcement there is there, it's got a pretty decent pool 
Um, and having the double hatch candy and the half hatch distance, they're they're really wanting people to use up uh, incubators. So good stuff there. Uh, so the event that's going on right now, um, it is a um, how do I? It, it's an April Fool's Day event. Um, and U.S. Snake Scout says Shiny Rufflet came out around Christmas time. So just put that out there real quick. Uh, so this is an April Fool's Day event that is going on right now until the end of tonight. Um, and so Pokemon prone to mischief will be appearing more in the wild. They specifically mention Apom, Crow, Gunk, and Purloin. Um, and that their uh, Team Go Rocket grunts have, will only have Shadow Apom. Uh, on their teams. So, and I actually battled a... I don't know if I had my stuff on the screen or not at that point. I'm not sure if I did, but I battled uh, one just before we started recording. And, yeah, Shadow Ape Bomb. So, that's fine. I am... Uh, I, I tweeted this out, and a lot of people seem to agree with me. I really think this would have been a great time for them to throw Kecleon into the game as an April Fool's thing. Um, yeah. But, you know, that's just me. So Kecleon, I don't know how familiar you are with Kecleon, but it's a, the chameleon yes. Pokemon. Yes, you do. Yes, you I know exactly how familiar with that. <laughs> oh, so you're super familiar. Okay. You know everything there is to know. Okay. <laughs> no, Kecleon is a chameleon Pokemon. He did sort of get added to the game, kind of, sort of, for like an hour in Australia and New Zealand at one point. Um, but they all turned into mute or into uh, Dittos. Um, but that was a couple years ago, and we haven't seen him actually officially get added to the game yet. In the main series games, um, what you do is you bump into. Kecleon, except you can't see him. You just run into an invisible wall, and when you click, he appears and you battle him. That's how it works in the main series games. I don't know what they're trying to do here in Pokemon Go. We'll have to wait and see. Um, it could have something to do with the new peripherals that uh, are coming in. Maybe they're trying to wait until that. Maybe? I don't know. But, um... You know, we're just going to skip ahead just for a brief second. John Hankey did say that they are making um, progress in uh, in being able to enable new kinds of devices with their platform, so with their various games. Um, I hope I am tentatively optimistic. Um, my biggest criticism, though, is they have had issues with connectivity with the plus for six years now or for five years now and they haven't fixed it granted the pokemon go company made the go plus not niantic but still they yeah uh us nate scott asks are those niantic google glasses probably yeah that's what they that's what they look like to me is they are Niantic Google Glasses that will be incorporated into their AR um, games. Uh, again, reminding us that they are an 
AR technology company first and a video game developer second. At least in my opinion. So, but yeah. Um, a lot of people may not remember, but Niantic started in Google. It It is a company that that broke off from Google. They were originally a Google team. So, yeah. But yeah, uh, there's that. We have a infographic for the Tricky event um, that we were talking about just before this. Uh, again, Team Rocket, APOM, dittos are popping up all over. Fun times. Um, yeah! <laughs> one thing mentioned in this infographic and actually mentioned um, later on uh, in a tweet is that they are actually reducing the cooldown time to in um, PvP and in um, well in battles in general the so the cooldown time for switching out your Pokemon before it was a full minute before if you switched Pokemon before you could switch again they're cutting that in half and it'll be 30 seconds moving forward which I think is a very very excellent uh, move. I think that's been needed for quite some time. So there's that as well. Um, let's see, going down, we have um, Go Battle League Season 7. Uh, there is a small update there. Um, they are changing some of the moves, basically. Uh, we have that as a source in our show notes if you want to take a look. Um, but Leaf Storm is... Uh, changing a little bit and um, payback is getting added to several Pokemon um, to their move pools. So there is that as well. Um, this next one is about the referral program. They're finally making that live and it has steps to uh, go and uh, submit referrals. Uh, do you have that pulled up, Charles? You know, I do. All right. So how do you refer a friend? Hey, Joe, play the game. <laughs> um, so, uh, well, this is the wrong referral one. This is the red one. Um, yeah, this is not the one you're referring to. All I'm right. Gonna... All well, right, so what about it? Charlie's better friend. Friend. I jumped ahead. Sorry. I'm like, I got you... it. It's not... I don't have you. What? Ju you no. jumped the sharp. You jumped the sharpedo. Uh, so okay, you go to the friend street and tap invite. What? You're in referral code. Uh, you share it with a friend who's new to Pokemon or has played at least ninety days. So uh, Joe, I guess I'm supposed to go on uh, Pokemon break for three months now to so get some bonus <laughs> stuff. That's right. Uh, and yeah, so I'm showing it on my screen right now. Uh, like you said, you go to your friends list. There is now a new button that says invite and there is a referral code there that you can give to your friends and then they can use it so that you and basically uh as soon as you put it in you'll start with your you both start to get the more they do the more you're both exactly yep so and we we shared last week an infographic with the different rewards both for the referee and the referrer so if you wanted to take a look at that just look at um Episode 241, the show notes there. So, 
then uh, the discussion I jumped to is from user Andre. Yes, uh, the referral system live. This is just great. With the referral system live, it'd be helpful to know which friends haven't logged in in 90 plus days rather than only two plus days. Was it the standard? So, in case you're confused, you look at say logged in today, logged in um, yesterday, and then two plus days, and that's it. So, it could be somebody who's had logged in for two years, like uh, uh, somebody who died to me a long time ago, uh, <laughs> or you know, it could be me who I might have missed two or three days and by by semi act, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, I do wish that they provided more information than just today, yesterday, or plus two or two plus days. The very first comment, best comment for the whole thing. Uh, so to, to refresh, the discussion is it'd be helpful to know which friends haven't logged in for ninety plus days rather than only two plus days. First comment is yeah, so I can delete them. <laughs> not wrong. Yeah, or this other person saying, I'm not referring anybody. People have all kinds of reasons for stepping away, and that's not my business to nag them about it. If Niantic wants to entice lapsed players back, they need to fix their game. How is that nagging? Come on. You know, hey, you know, Joe, we both talked about our wives, right, and how they have accounts, but they don't really play, whatever. My wife is definitely 90 days, I think, because of you're playing on her account. Anyway, uh, yeah. One, if you get them to play with you again, but two, hey, if I put my code on my wife and my daughter's account and I play for them, now I'm getting the free stuff. So stop trying to solve problems that are solved, man. Nag away. Well, and you bring up an interesting point. I think this incentivizes more people to create secondary accounts or just more accounts in general. Um, so, you know, there's that downside or upside, depending on how you want to see it, to the game, uh, that I think it'll incentivize uh, more multi-accounting going on. I don't have a problem with multi-accounting, but I know some people do. I applaud, I applaud that grandpa in uh, uh, Korea that has, you know, 80-plus phones attached to his bike. Which I think we've discussed before. Those are probably not all of all his accounts. I'm guessing he plays on behalf of other people as a as a service that he charges. But yeah, which I would say is different than trying to sell your account or sell Pokemon. That's true. That's true. And actually, we do have a discussion point for next week that comes to us uh, from Zenzalu. Uh, it is, what are your thoughts on Pokemon slash accounts being sold on eBay? Uh, that's going to be the discussion point for next week. I have shared some thoughts in our Discord about that. Um, but yeah, that's what our discussion point is going to be for next week. And I will get that posted here shortly. So, so I mean, I think the rule for the show is if you haven't played in a year, don't get that question like that. <laughs> I, I personally think it's a, a good question to ask, but yes. Yeah, I do too. I'd rather cover. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's whatever. 
Right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, all right. So, updated regional Pokemon infographic as of basically right now. Uh, oh, I love the, the 8 bit graphics here. Um, but it's tiny. I don't like how tiny it is. But what about this map jumps out? Yeah. So, like you said, it's a regional map um, and it's updated as of last month. Uh, with the regional Pokemon, um, in general, I already knew where most of this stuff was. Not all of it, but it is a nice reminder of where different things are found. Um, so, And it's just showing me some stuff that I will not have for a long time, probably, some of this stuff. Um, one thing that I am I am super sad about is the... Mime Jr. being a regional. I get why they have it as a regional, yeah. but yeah. Man, I need to go to Israel. See, this would be a great time to go to Israel. I went to Israel before Pokemon Go came out. Getting that sigil. Yeah, the Siglyph. Is it Siglyph? Because I know Sigil. Or Siglyph, maybe? Because it's. Yeah, it's a combination of Sigil and Glyph, so it's probably Sigil Lyph. Oh, come on, Celtic Pipe guy. Get me a Clef. Come on. <laughs> you're in the you're close enough. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a nice little graphic, and like you said, I love the 8-bit graphics. It's very reminiscent of when uh Pokemon Go had 8-bit graphics what was that yeah. three years ago that was like three years ago now or four years ago when they did that for april fool's day i actually really liked and having them well okay not everybody but it seemed like a large amount of people really liked that i need to go back and uh listen to that uh, episode if i can i'm not it might be too far back but uh yeah because i i want to say you didn't care for it in the when we were talking about it on uh, on air, if I remember right, I actually liked it because it. No, what I didn't like is it made the the darker Pokemon like Hunt. Well, it wasn't Hunt's Crows, but Hunt's Crows lower level version. Um, but uh, uh, it made the darker Pokemon look like Shadow. So that mm. that's off. But overall, I liked it for the colorful one. Yeah, I, I think your issue was um, Pokemon that you hadn't caught yet. It made it even harder for you to figure out which Pokemon it was. Exactly, yeah. But, but I still, I, overall, I liked it. But yeah. yeah. Um, I, but I do miss it. Now that I have a lot of stuff, I'm like, no. I, and not just have it on the nearby. Let's turn the whole game a bit for a hot fun. Um, so this is this is opinion piece from a Bulba Garden. Time to face facts. Pokemon goes full of loot boxes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we know. Well, so we we talked a bit about this. We did, yeah. Yeah, it, right. it's been um a bit of a a build up topic in the community over the past um a few weeks, um, especially because like Niantic adding the um, list of Pokemon to the eggs when you're going to hatch them. Um, 
So there's that. So, uh, but yeah, uh, that's not currently live, at least for me, looking at the different, at, at the egg pool. Um, but in my opinion, like I've said before, that's them just trying to avoid a lawsuit um, because loot boxes are under, uh, over the past couple of years, have been under a lot of scrutiny on how they are used and um, the gambler mentality associated with them. Um, and so they have, uh, when it comes to loot boxes, depending on the country, uh, you are legally obligated to disclose um, odds and what's in them as well to a certain extent. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, with loot boxes or gotcha games, whatever, however you want to call it, um, yeah. So this is a, a great wow. opinion piece if you wanted to take a look at it. Like he, uh, Charles said, it's on Bulba Garden, written by uh, someone by the name of Archaic. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know you're talking about you're referring to the laws and how some countries treat things differently and so on and so forth. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I got distracted by speed pipe. Um, some games, so like the other game I play, uh, Marvel Strike Force. They even though it, it'd be kind of hard to argue loot boxes, but kind of is, I guess. They avoided the conversation altogether and just went ahead and put everything, all the, the ratios and everything out for everything they pull. And you can quite legit, the reason I was like him hauling, I mean, technically, if you spend money in that game, there's lots of stuff you spend money on that's not a definitive, but you're this. Like, Pokemon skirts a lot of the rules because you can't buy a random open Pokemon which is almost the definition of loot boxes. You can buy things that get you to a random pool, like an incubator, coin. That buy incubators. So those kind of things. So it is a hazy shade of purple, but uh, Yeah, because uh, technically what you're actually buying is the Pokey coins. You're not right. directly buying the incubators that ha or the eggs themselves that hatch the random Pokemon. Exactly. So I, I, that's why I say, no, absolutely. Gotcha. Absolutely. These are loot boxes. But legally speaking though, it is a debate. Yeah. That, that a couple of levels of abstraction that allow them to use the law in their favor to get around some of this. But I think they're still getting cracked down on and they are worried about legal ramifications in the future and they're being proactive by testing out the feature to show what our what Pokemon what the pool is for given eggs. So yeah. But you know, that it's a great opinion piece. It'll be linked in our show notes if you wanted to read it uh in in its fullness, uh, it, it references the Kotaku article that we talked about where it says Pokemon Go's eggs aren't loot boxes. They're fun presents. We personally disagreed with that, um, and we much more agree with this Bulba Garden article. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, you know what, Joe? 
uh, they might be getting closer to hitting that loot box um, definition with the the paid events and the the paid extra. You know, pay that dollar extra to get this stuff. I mean, I, I I'm too tired right now. We're towards the end of the show anyway. But be, that'd be interesting thing to kind of dig into. Is like, well, let's look at that event. And could it possibly meet the definition of uh, um, loot crate? But that's the end of there. Uh, we have a new patron, or rather, a returning patron. Either way you look at it, Tom <laughs> is the favorite patron of the week tonight. Yep. So we've got Coach Kev coming back. You broke up a little bit. I'm pretty sure you said it, but uh, yep, Coach Kev is back as a patron, and we are very thankful for that, Coach Kev. Yes, you're right. If you want to be part of our Discord, like Joe said earlier, or you want to you know just support the show, you like what we do, uh, you want to get me out of the office and back into that beautiful, beautiful studio, uh, <laughs> you know, go over to patreon.com slash Pokemon Joe podcast. And, you know, a dollar is to fill the casual. That's me. You know I love you a long time. You know, there's $5, embrace the underscore. And, you know, it's Joe. What are you going to do? He's putting <laughs> one percenter. That's cool, though. But anyway you do it, we'll get you into Discord, our great community, and some awesome interactions with us and other stuff. There's lots of other stuff. I'm just tired. I can't. I can't. Go. Go. <laughs> yes, it, it has been a very long day for Charles. He was talking about it before we officially started recording, but basically he had to cover a shift he wasn't expecting because uh, somebody up and quit just before their shift. So, I've been up at 45 this morning and did a lot of stuff. You broke up. What time was that? 3.45? 2.45. 2. So, yeah. And it is just about 9 p.m. our time, so he has been up for quite some time. I love that. <laughs> oh. yeah. It is time for Random Trivia. And uh, this week I wanted to talk about APOM and its evolution Ambipom, uh, especially because they are featured in the current event that is going on, the uh, April Fool's Day event. They are both normal-type Pokemon, uh, and they are the long tail Pokemon. Um, if you are unfamiliar with Apom, um, he is known to be very mischievous, especially in the anime. Uh, he is a purple and tan monkey with basically hands for uh, the end of its tail, uh, or Ambipom with the double hands. Uh, yeah, Ash runs into an Apom that uh, gives him a lot of uh, mischief and grief. Uh, the Pokedex entry for Apom says, its tail is so powerful that it, can, that it can use it to grab a tree branch and hold itself up in the air. So yes, it is a very uh, functional tail hand that it has. Um, and then we have Ambipom, its evolution. Its Pokedex entry says, to eat... It deftly, it deftly shucks nuts with its two tails. It rarely uses its arms now. So it has arms, but it's uh, a lot better with its tails than it is with its own arms, um, which is interesting. You're walking a fine line, Joe. A really <laughs> fine line. 
Uh, and then, so we've got uh, Apom, which is a combination of ape and palm. Makes a whole lot of sense there. Uh, the spelling could uh, be a reference to pom-poms. Uh, so there's that. And then there is ambipom. Uh, ambi is a Latin prefix for both, like ambidextrous. And then, again, palm for palm. So, yeah. There is that. So, yeah. Uh, you have, well, the people who are listening, uh, depending on your time zone, you at least I've got a few more hours left to snag some apalm. Um, but, yeah. Hopefully you grab some. Um, I got a shiny palm, so I'm happy. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't remember if my, my gotcha is with me or not. But, uh, yeah, it's it's good to remember the weirdness behind the names of all of these Pokemon. So, uh, Joe looks like he's going to take on Sierra, so he's a brave. You know what I'm going to take on? I drive home so I can go to <laughs> So, if you'd like to be on this show, email us, show at PokemonGoPodcast.com. We've talked about the speak pipe. That's how you leave your voicemail. And, and fortunately, uh, I was unable to play any voicemails tonight. So whatever we missed tonight, we'll get week. Uh, it just, it's a thing. It happened. Uh, but it's at PokemonGoPodcast.com. We've got SpeakPipe. Reddit.com is r slash PokemonGoPodcast. Facebook is PokemonGoPodcast. Where's that PokemonGoPod? And Twitch.tv is done most every night. <laughs> and actually, I meant to ask Joe if we could... Look at starting earlier, or I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. We'll figure it out. But uh, That's true. You did hint night, at that last week. I did, and I forgot to follow up with you. Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash Pokemon Go Pod, where you can join awesome people like Bing Cortana, Commander Root, Kearns, 2311. I think he's more 11 than 23, but we'll see. Uh, Julie Productions, LEP, G Brown, 2012. Joint Effort, Lurks, Mr. Tamarine 19, Pites, Popeye 75, Sound Alerts, <laughs> Us, Nate Scuta. So, just name pick out, whatever. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what I want, Mr. Productions. So, Joe. Where can they find you on the web? You can find me on Twitter at Joseph underscore Ard, where I have tried to have a bigger presence. And I've even actually hopped onto our main uh, Twitter this past week and tried to post some there as well. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Generally, I leave that up to you, but thought I'd uh, help out a little bit. I saw some stuff that would uh, go quite well over there. So Yeah, you can do with that. But yeah, and where can they uh, find you? I mean, where can they stalk you? I mean, find you. Yeah, I was right Fast the first time. Sleep on my desk if I'm not careful. <laughs> uh, uh, Brock got a podcast across social media. Uh, man, I'm making all kinds of places and appearances. This weekend, twitch.tv slash KSU Geek Week. That's Kennesaw State University. Uh, I actually did a lecture there, digital, a digital virtual live lecture there today uh, in the middle of my day. And con mods. Myself and Tony P. Henderson will be doing some moderation for their digital convention on Twitch. So that's this Saturday. Um, nice couple of hours. It's going to be fun. Um, 
looking at showing up at Pensacon at the end of May. Uh, and of course, right now, Dragon Con is on the horizon in August. So, yeah, check out travelfall.com, theconmods.com, T-H-E, and uh, that's where you'll see some real world talking going on. <laughs> So, uh, oh yeah, I've already asked you. So now it's what? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Tune in next week to hear Joe say, Charles, did you get enough sleep? And how do you like being back in your own basement? <laughs> no, and love it. <laughs> <laughs> Never get enough sleep. Got it. <laughs> oh.